what's your scotch do you do islays or do you do uh so like i like both highland stuff i i like both islays i like for a different type of like environment yeah. and setting and mood uh but generally more highland have you sampled the gospel that is lagavulin can't say i have oh my god the next time i get a bottle of lagavulin you got to make the hour in god knows how long drive depends on the hrbt <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll drive you jordan All i right. got you buddy <laughs> we'll have some lagavulins yeah and then we'll salute nick offerman and ron swanson Hmm. Anyone? Parks and Rec? Yes. No? Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's a I like it. that is. Thank you. I'm, Final just... episode. He bought 51% of the Lagavulin distillery. Did he really? Yes. What? Last episode of Parks finished. and Rec. I never finished that show. Oh, you should. Is it because it was the Office Part 2 in a different environment by the same it's... creators? Yeah. Yes, but better. this one had Rob It, it was better. It was this... not better. It was yes. better. Dude, I never finished The Office either. I gave up on the office. I well, the office, up the office, you don't have to finish after like season seven when uh, Steve Carell leaves. You don't don't really need to watch anymore. I didn't get that far. So with sitcoms, when the characters, like the main characters, are dating other people, I find them hysterical. Right when the yeah. main characters start dating each other, and it's like their relationships actually matter, I find it like cringingly awkward. Like it's so cringy, I can't even watch it. I it's... can't enjoy it. It's very incestuous. It, All it those shows, it's like watching somebody fuck a sibling every week for <laughs> yeah. like 22 minutes. And I can't do it. It's not like me. Good afternoon or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to this. And welcome, Jack, to Bracket Battle. That's right. We are back for another round of insanity and shenanigans. Uh, we have so many familiar faces here ready to take on the Sinister 16 to get us down to the Evil 8. So that way we can crown eventually the greatest movie villain of all time. Maybe. Maybe, but first, oh, well, let's take it. Well, the, the, the bracket battle, greatest movie villain of all time, unless Jamie doesn't agree and he lights the show on fire. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, let's just uh, quickly promote the show real quick. Uh, you can find the show over on Facebook uh, at uh, facebook.com slash bracket battle VA. Uh, you can find us over on Linktree, uh, Linktree uh bracket battle va where you can actually find uh everywhere you can listen to the show uh such as spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, radio radio public and audible so that's fun um go give us like on facebook we'd appreciate it go listen to the show because it's fun so i, I was gonna save him for last to introduce him and uh as the uh returning villain of the show 
but he's already talked a lot. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the broadcast, and welcome back to the show, Mr. Jamie Cheek. Jamie, welcome. We missed you last week. Yeah, you did. I'm going to get into this real quick before we get started. You guys villainized the victims last week. There was lots of people who got screwed in this bracket. You presented Gonzo as a false messiah. Like Gonzalez. Oh, no. We just said he was the anti-Jamie. Yeah, this is a false messiah, man. You said that he could fill the void that was left in your hearts. But you neglected to mention that that void was a gape. I don't leave a void. The hell are you talking about? Just so about? we're clear, when I leave, I don't leave a void. It's a gape. I gave to you all. It's I gave a... to the entire audience. There was a gape left last week. There were characters who are freaking harmless victims of their circumstance. Who moved on in the bracket against evildoers. I hope the Xenomorph wins. You guys defended fucking Nazis (laughs) to try and bring a heist guy. Like a guy that was doing a heist. Like an Ocean's Eleven. Like a little harder than than fucking Ocean's Eleven guy. But goddamn, you guys He was a terrorist, though. You needed me. I was at work and you needed me. Hans Gruber was a terrorist. You guys were gaped. But I feel bad. Well, I would say we're glad you're back, but now I'm so not who else so sure. Is here? <laughs> who else is here? I know Chucklefuck is here laughing, <laughs> even though he knows better at all of these things. And then Jordan's arguments were pretty good, actually. But And then the Defender's not here. That's going to go up on my fucking ah. mantle above my bed. Jordan's arguments were actually pretty good. Sign <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign it for you. I, I have no problem with it. So Jordan's here, uh, in case you didn't notice uh, <laughs> during Jamie's rant there. Hi, welcome back, Jordan. How are you? You can just call me AJ for Anti-Jamie. Anti-Jamie. And of course, uh, uh, rounding out our motley crew of insanity here, it's Dustin. Welcome back, Dustin. How are you? What's up, man? Pretty good. I'm not going to mention the bolts. I'm not going to I'm not gonna do that. <sighs> just had to do that, didn't you? <laughs> James is back in the penalty box for another week, so he's not. Ooh. And I am too, apparently. Yeah. You're just going to punish James? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, just for being a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, uh, both James and Jamie will be going into the penalty box. Not James and Jamie. I'm sorry, Jamie. Uh, both James and Dustin will be going in the penalty box, and I'll find someone else to fill in next week. I also That's like fun. that Jordan called himself AJ, and then you mentioned Motley Crew, which is an awesome Pamela Anderson meta from Baywatch. Nice. I love it. Nice. Mm. Yes, I totally meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good meta. I was complimenting you. Well, I appreciate it. avoid that, getting though, banned. Yeah. I don't want to be. No, you're doing. You're fine. You're fine. I will always keep you around, Jamie. I don't know why, but I will. Mm. All right. So let's go over real quick the competitors that are still left. Uh, even though Jamie's upset about some of these. Uh, still around is Voldemort. Pennywise, Gozer, Darth Vader, Thanos, Anton Sugar, Emperor Palpatine, the Xenomorph, the Joker, Calvin Candy, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Hannibal Lecter, John Doe, Patrick Bateman, and Hans Landa. Gentlemen, are you ready? 
it's a legitimate so. question. Answer so. that question is what I'm asking. 100%. Yep. I'm ready. Damn, that sounds unenthusiastic. <laughs> we are fucking ready. Let's go. Edit. Ladies and gentlemen, let's battle. Starting off tonight, uh, we're going to go in a little bit of different order because there's a particular match that I want to end this particular round. So we're going to go in a little bit of a different direction. And we're going to start over on Titan, the Titan Conference, where we will be talking Emperor Palpatine against the Xenomorph. Jamie, you have been banging the drum for the Xenomorph that the Xenomorph does not even deserve to be here. So I will let you start this off. Emperor Palpatine, Xenomorph, why? Oh, man. It's super hard because this should be Khan versus T-1000. But we're not going to go back. We're not going to redo it. I wasn't here for you guys. The Xenomorph belongs in heaven with the Christian conservatives on account of it's just following its nature given to it by the Christian white God. If it wasn't supposed to attack space Marines and lay eggs in their throats and shit, the architects wouldn't have architected them that way. The Xenomorph is completely innocent. I don't even have to make a case for Palpatine because he should move on for free. Even if he's an inept piece of shit that ruined the rule of two by cheating and having secret apprentices and a bunch of like lesser bitch made people and then like hamstrung his own apprentice by putting him in a suit that made him weaker instead of allowing the Sith rule of two to flourish and continue to flourish and have his apprentice eventually kill him as was the plan of Darth Bane. Like fuck Palpatine holy and raw, but also the Xenomorph belongs in heaven. So Palpatine moves on by default. Why, though? Why does he deserve deserve to go to heaven? I don't get it. The Xenomorph's only doing its nature. It is the same as a plant growing in an open field and providing fruit for the babies. What? What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> the Xenomorph is innocent as shit. It should never have been in this bracket. I don't even know what to say to that. It's like, your turn. Give me a reason. Like I, I'm not going to defend the Xenomorph because I, I also think Emperor Palpatine should move through. But I'm also not going to make some dumb argument to why like that. <laughs> should the wind be guilty for blowing if it <laughs> rummages through a trailer park and kills a bunch of like meth heads <laughs> and other good people that also live in trailer parks, like? I, I don't agree with Jamie but see, at if you, all. If but... you bring up if you're bringing up nature, and and I get that, but at the same time, you could make the argument for Emperor Palpatine and human nature, and the nature of the Sith and the rule of two. That's all a whole thing there too. So like that argument to me is bullshit. However, once again, Palpatine should go through because Xenomorph, I just don't think has that type of like villainess. In it's comparison. not. It's non nefarious. Like, there's nothing nefarious about the Xenomorph. It's doing what it's supposed to do. It's scary because it's bad for us because we're lower on the food chain than it. 
I still think it's a bullshit argument, but regardless, yeah. I, Dude, I want. I mean, between the two of them, yeah, just give it to Palpatine. <laughs> I I'm just scared that we're gonna have to defend the, or we're gonna have to argue the xenomorph again. Do you yeah. know how roaches feel about you guys? Roaches hate my ass. Dude, roaches probably <laughs> they look at you the same way you would look at the xenomorph if you lived in that area in that like really Scott like verse. They would be like, "Oh shit." You Bob. know, Jamie, you Fuck. really didn't have to bring this hard of an argument I know. <laughs> against the xenomorph. I think we were all I think agreeing. we were all agreed at this point that we're all like, "Yeah, Emperor Palpatine wins." But you just went like hard in the paint like Elbow to the throat, like just to hit a layup. I only go hard he, in the paint. No, he's 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 doing this because he's pissed off about Khan and T one thousand. I am. No, <laughs> no. But he, I said I wasn't going to bring it up. He listened to the episode and he's been stewing on it all week. He's got like a like I a fucking new notepad. Where's your where's your yellow hours. legal pad at? <laughs> I've been writing notes. <laughs> oh, I got ready to write notes and then I couldn't because I was too angry. My hand was shaky. <laughs> Couldn't read my own handwriting. It was bad. Oh god! All right, so so Palpatine walks through. Yeah. Palpatine walks yeah, through. Easily. Easily. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so let's move on, shall we? Uh, we're getting Thanos against Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men. Someone else, please start. <laughs> Jordan, will you uh, kick us off, please? Uh, um. So thinking about both of them, um. While I think Anton Sugar probably has more of a fearfulness to him that you don't really get from Thanos in like the MCU because you nobody really feared him because you everybody I kind of think expected him to fail but he ended up succeeding so there was really no fear to him. But if we're talking about you know spanning ten years of movie and the whole setup and play and plot to the point to get to where he was, to me I think Thanos is probably. Is, yeah, is definitely a better villain overall for what he did in his universe. Um, while he was trying to do what he believed is right, he be- believed is right. Um, it's it's also he's trying to annihilate half the fucking world, and he succeeds uh, for a five year span before it's you know redone, minus you know a couple that died uh, before the the snap, but. He still exterminated half of the world or half of the universe. So yeah, I think that's a little bit more, a little bit more villainous for me than Anton. Just based on body count alone. Oh, well, I think know? there's there's a lot of like I said, there's a lot of factors. To me, I'm not like like fearfulness. I, I would put Anton Sugar over that any yeah. day. Yeah. But as as far as being a villain, Thanos has way more time, and He's got way more. I mean, I, I guess it's more that I got to see Thanos more and developed rather than one movie with Anton Sugar and yeah. the fact that he did. Like I said, he he snapped and half the fucking population of the the universe was gone. And like I said, he had good intentions in his mind, which was to make the world, make the universe survive and thrive afterwards because there was so much low demand uh, or so many low supplies for what you know the universe could could do uh but it's still murdering half the universe which is pretty pretty fucking terrible quite villainous yes so yeah i would i would put thanos through on this round for me 
Honestly, I just want Thanos to win so I don't have to say Anton Sugar anymore. <laughs> you just don't like the spelling. Man. I really don't. I can't pronounce it. I've been trying to like for the last two episodes. It's just sugar. <laughs> well, it's cigar. Cigar. It's yeah. there's a ch right there, and that's sugar starts with su. So the only know. people <laughs> that ever say it in the movie are like Texans. Doesn't he yeah, say he just York. made it made it up because it sounded cool at some point? I think so. Yeah. So yeah. He goes to confront his employers. Anyways, right. Dustin, what do you think? I think if you're if you're going to talk about body count, I think you obviously give it to Thanos, but between the two of them, I definitely think Anton is is the more villainous person. They're both um they're both men of principle, I would say. But Anton is is trying to promote chaos. He believes that chaos rules everything and he's promoting it throughout the whole movie. And Thanos is really just trying to help people in a fucked up way. It's not good. Yeah, he's trying I to... I agree with you. Yeah. It's not the best way to help people, but... So to to play off Dustin's point, Thanos is from Titan. And in the MCU, it's completely different than in the comics. In the comics, Thanos... Hold on, like hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, no. We have to... No, no, no. If we... I was only talking about MCU... So, do we need a ruling if this is comic? No, or, no, I wasn't. I wasn't going into the comic. You just this went into the comic. On movies only. No, movies no, only. it was just. In, it was just anecdotal. You know, you know, you went to the comics, man. That's different. it. Was anecdotal. <laughs> so, like Thanos in the comics, yeah, fuck that guy. He was real bad. <laughs> but Thanos in the MCU, Thanos in the MCU, experienced the death of his planet. Because of the lack of resources and people starved and people died. Do you remember in early COVID when we couldn't get toilet paper? Oh my God. And you were like looking at the rolls in your pantry and you were like, man, I'm not going to be able to wipe my ass. (laughs) Think about that. But with like food and water, right? So Thanos experienced that panic on like a whole nother level. Like he couldn't just use his hand and wash his hand like for water. You know, that's rough. You can't, like, drink your hand. So Thanos lived through that shit. And he came out and he was like, I don't want the the entire universe to experience this. And, if and- you disagree with him, that's okay. Like, maybe you don't want to flip a coin and decide if you live or die for the good of every sentient being in the universe. But you'd be a selfish bitch. Yeah, Anton but not every sugar is evil as fuck. Yeah, not every planet is Titan though. Right. So he's making that decision for others. No, he's <laughs> making the assumption that others will su- that others will suffer that. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. He's making the assumption that everybody is going to deal with what Titan dealt with, and that's not the case at all. But we're dealing with he's it making, right now he's in reality. Making, well, no, we're not dealing with reality. This is all pretend. This, yeah, this is pretend. <laughs> yeah, but everyone but no, but he's making will the decision their planet for will these... end up there. He's... Not everyone. Put it How this do way. you know? How do you Wait, know? Hold on. Jamie, well, unless Jamie, somebody Jamie. snaps and kills half of them, they'll keep multiplying. Oh, fuck. Jamie, here. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a, an analogy for this that I think would bring it more to sense. Um do you respect women and women's rights and that they I should do, be free to whatever they want to do with their body? Choose abortions. Okay, so you want it you want to respect that choice, right? 
Thanos, Thanos did not respect the other planet's choices Ooh. to do what they wanted to do. And furthermore, That's his hold crime, on, but he hold, means well. Hold on, hold on. Furthermore, it doesn't once, matter if he freaking means well. Doesn't matter if he means well. The Does issue, not mean issue at hand shit. is, and we got into this last time was he could have snapped with the Infinity Stones and created supply. That would have taken care of the entire universe. We got into that argument last time. That's not right, lasting would, change, oh, though. Yeah, but, it would have delayed it times whatever. You but know, it, but instead of doing that as a, I can fix the problem with a way to not murder half of the people. I can delay the. Problem. I can kill the people. So there's a there's still a villainous thing and evil mentality there because, like I said, he could have just snapped his fingers and provided for the entire universe, and he would have been a hero. Uh. But what did he do? What did the self-righteous bastard do? He murdered half the people, and then he became a farmer so he could eat his own food. Took away the people's right to choose. Yep. Uh, mm. Yeah, but Anton Sugar... He's a conservative piece of shit. That's what Thanos <laughs> at is. A, at a certain point, Anton Sugar <laughs> is no longer on a job, and he's like, no, I'm going to kill this motherfucker for the killing of him. And when he doesn't actually accomplish his goal of killing him, he kills his wife just for the, the hell of it. Yeah. At the end of the, the film. At the end, he goes and just murders the man's wife for no reason. Just to prove a point, because he said he was going to do it earlier if he didn't give yeah. him the money. He's like... Thanos doesn't kill because he wants to. He believes he's a martyr. He believes he's saving people. Yeah, he, it hurts him to do this. He cries when he kills Gamora. Yeah. Yeah, but he still kills his daughter. Yeah, but he cries so he when he does up. it. You can he cry all you he's want. Sacrificing still, everything. You still murder your daughter so you can murder more people. That's not. He a good literally thing says it costs him everything, and he's hurting in his heart. Thanos, just, just because he feels bad, heart. just because he feels bad about it, doesn't make it right. <laughs> but Anton, it makes him less evil than Anton Sugar, who does not give a fuck. Mm-mm. I don't know. Did you think we were going to get uh, held up on the Thanos Anton Sugar? I honestly part? did not think we were going to. <laughs> <laughs> Anton Sugar is like. Take us a while. <laughs> I I have routinely told people that Anton Sugar was one of the most evil people I've ever seen in film. Yep. Because halfway through the movie, he goes to his employer. He's supposed to be an assassin. He goes to his employer. His employer's like, no, no, we're going to send this other guy. He kills that guy, then kills his employer, and then keeps going. Yeah. For no benefit yeah. other than, like, fuck this guy. He got away once. I hate him now. Yeah. I don't know. That's, like, evil as shit. He even kills that's Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that's the tenacity of the xenomorph. <laughs> with the moral flexibility of Emperor Palpatine, or just the sheer selfishness of Palpatine, like combined into Anton Sugar, Thanos meant well, and it hurt him to do what he did. Mm. And it was all undone, and, really. In the end, he only killed two people. And I will even say, Thanos' plan ended there. He did his bad, his bad deed, and it was very tremendous. But it had no intention of going forward. He Go was and done. sin no more. Yeah, he was done. He's gonna live a life. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Farming hold on, and peace. Hold on, hold on. Because I think you guys have forgotten some some good information from the movies, which is 
in Endgame, when 2014 Thanos comes, mm-hmm. he realizes that his future self succeeded, but not the right way. So what was he going to do? He was going to get rid of the entire universe and start it over. So he had the second. He had a choice to to go back and do it again, and said, "Fuck doing the half." No, I'm he didn't do have a all. choice to go back and do it again. He had never done it in the first place. Yeah, and that was a man who hadn't experienced the loss of his daughter. That was somebody who hadn't succeeded yet in his evil plan and was not hurt by his own morality. That's had he have accomplished that, he would have been broken. Mm. Just like he was yeah. before when he killed Gamora, he would be broken. Poor Thanos, but, man. I mean, I'm gonna gotta... cry a tear for him. <laughs> no, I don't know if he can, man. Let's uh, he, let's he, pour he one out saw, to Thanos. He saw that he succeeded, but failed at the same time. And rather than being like, ah, you know, I could just not do this. Even though he doesn't suffer the loss of Gamora, he still decides right then and there half wasn't enough. Let's start over the entire universe and kill everyone. It's because they weren't gonna let him just prune. Sam. Mm. So, well, you know where I stand. Right. That's fine. Stand with Thanos. <laughs> That's right. Hashtag stand with Thanos. All right. So the point of this is the side who is quite literally evil to their core. Yeah. Despite having larger body count, despite having questionable motives, despite taking away people's rights to choose, the fact that Anton is soulless, the fact that he literally cares not, he just enjoys the killing. He just, I I, I hate to say this because this will take out a number one seed, but Anton Sugar moves on and i hate that fucking name mm. <laughs> i mean at this point we might as well just have fucking season six uh um sam winchester who was soulless and loved to kill it's the same fucking thing shit mm. hey, well we're hey, not doing uh except it's TV. movies not tv <sighs> yeah so <laughs> all right moving on yeah so i love that you love supernatural oh i love supernatural <laughs> hated the last episode but love me some supernatural uh it was a victim of covid yeah, All right, let's uh, let's let's move on to Malfoy Manor, shall we? Uh, where first we are going to take Gozer from Ghostbusters and pit Gozer up against Darth Vader from Star Wars. Who hmm. would like to start us off? I think Dustin should, since he hasn't gone first yet. All right, taking Dustin. turns. I I honestly don't know how to argue for Gozer. I feel like there's so little screen time. For the character, I don't really know how to argue that point. Like, I can argue Darth Vader. Darth Vader is someone who loved everything so much and lost it all and then just became, like, this soulless killing machine. I mean, he does have redemption at the end, but I, I don't know... I don't know how I could argue for Gozer. I, I would say Darth Vader. Like, mm. hands down in this matchup. I See, I'm torn. I'm torn on this one. And and the reason being is, um, Gozer's a god, and Gozer just wants to take over and rule again, right? Hold yeah, Gozer, yeah. Right? And I, I I agree with your point that there's not enough screen time because there really isn't. But if we're talking about evil to the core, 
Well, which is it, what gets people to the next round. It would go. It sure. would be Gozer. Yeah. It would be Gozer because Darth Vader has his redemption arc, and essentially is Thanos. He is at really the end of the day. really freaking uh, evil though, as Darth Vader. As Darth Vader, he's evil. Yeah, sure. But Gozer, um, quite literally, multiple times. Because if you watch Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. like it shows the times where Gozer has tried to come back, or has at least let its hand, like, is felt on the earth. Yeah. So I and it's I highly doubt that this is the end of Gozer, as if you've seen Afterlife. Yeah, it's gonna so, come back a thousand times probably. Exactly. As many times so. as they can make money off of the fucking movies. Hell yeah, fucking yes, I'm okay <laughs> with that. But I'll pay for it. it. It was good. I thought the newer ones were good. Afterlife um, was fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gozer. But, then, but, yeah. But it's it's once again it's it's a hard one to argue because. You just I don't even think it's a hard one to argue, dude. Time. No. Darth Vader, as we saw in the prequels, is a child soldier purchased by the Jedi, brainwashed, put into a battlefield where he killed literally thousands of people. Like, it wasn't just robots on the other side of the Clone Wars. It's true. Like, the bulk of their guys were robots, but they had there was a lot of alien races in the trade federation he murdered fucking sand people like that is a ptsd like psychologically fucked guy that needs it needs like therapy who had an innate power that was very possibly instilled in him by his like dual fathers fucking with the force to make his mom pregnant like vader is the most victim guy on this whole list even maybe more than Freddy Krueger, like Vader was fucked. He had no chance. He like hooked up with the first girl he probably ever met in his race. And then found out through the force that she was doomed to die in childbirth. Like poor motherfucker. Gozer doesn't even need a case put for him. He's evil. He's true evil. And he's supposed to represent evil in Ghostbusters. Just in general, like a general evil, you know? Yeah. Even the key master is the antagonist of the first movie, and he's, like, going to resurrect Gozer, you know? Even the new movie, like, Gozer isn't the main thing going on. It's, like, the situation in Afterlife. Like, the situation is going to cause Gozer to come back. Gozer isn't, like, the little ghosts, like, yeah. fucking with stuff, trying to bring him back. Or like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or any of that shit. I No, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was brought back because of Gozer. Yeah, they because were, of them, but they're trying to, to like work to that goal. They're not they're not even like slaves of Gozer, they're just working towards that goal because they're also evil. No, but words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Words. I, I thought the state. I feel like Gozer moves on free. We're all in accordance. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I I feel like Darth Vader even kind of falls into that Thanos kind of motif of he feels like he's doing the best for the galaxy. You know? bringing order. Yeah, and like he just doesn't really care about the casualties, like the collateral damage. Well, because he's PTSD as shit. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm. Yeah, Gozer. Yep, Gozer. Gozer moves on. Who would have thought? 
I wouldn't. I'm I'm honestly a little shocked considering that Gozer only got two votes and had to be voted in like as a wild card. I'm I'm a little surprised. Hey, he had an easy bracket. The 07 New York Giants, okay, came in on a wild That's card, true. took down the 18 and 0 at the time Patriots, okay. Eli I was, fucking Manning. I was yeah. really drunk that night. And and was it Eli Manning and who who did he connect with off the helmet? David Tyree, and then they Dave cut Tyree. him the next season. They cut him the next season. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those New York Giants. Oh, all right. Really? Uh, let's move on to the number one seed to see if a number one seed can move on to the next round. Uh, which is a bit of a challenge because Voldemort has to go up against Pennywise. Holy shit. This one's actually hard. I don't think it is. Oh, really? no. No. Go ahead, Jordan. I, I don't. It's Give it's it to me. it's Voldemort. I don't care what you say. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big – I know. I know. I'm a big <laughs> It fan. I really am and a big fan of Stephen King in general and love the character of Pennywise. However – we have created a precedent with evil to their core. And Voldemort, oh. it may be one of the most top, honestly, to me, in, in this entire bracket, one of the most evil people to their core. How, Go ahead. How does ahead. Voldemort, how is Voldemort more oh. evil than Pennywise? Damn, it's really hard. So, this is evil to its core versus is it, evil to its core. Isn't Pennywise like the embodiment of evil he feeds on fear? In the Stephen King universe, you are correct, sir. Yeah. However, Voldemort was feared. He murdered innocents. He had a following that murdered innocents. So to me, we can't, like, evil to the core is both of these, right? But evil to the core with a huge following versus one character evil to their core who dies by a turtle. So and what's I, worse, being killed by a turtle or a teenager? A teenager who becomes the fucking master or? Come on now. I, oh, I hate that it, that happens. In <laughs> I really do. Why was he not a teacher? Anyways, I'm sorry. I got on my Harry Potter. On his uh, big run, though, he was forded by a baby. Right? A mother's love. <laughs> like, dude, if if I was evil as shit and I was going about my evil plans, about my evil ways, and I got thwarted by a baby and a mother's love, like, and I got to, like, actual hell where you go when you're evil, yeah. the other evil people there, they would fuck with yeah, you. Yeah, you just got to hold that L, man. They'd be like, don't drop the soap. <laughs> yep. And I, I, I agree with that sentiment, except he comes back and he tries to murder that 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 baby that is now well, he comes back because it sucks being in hell when you got defeated by a mother's <laughs> he lo- love he lost to the same kid twice dude when multiple he times back, like three or four times the yeah. other hellmates treated him no he never went to hell though no at the end his his spe- like in the end yes but when he was killed by well killed when he by when, harry when he and lily at himself? The be- yes his spirit left his body, but it was doomed to wander the earth because hmm. he made his horcruxes. He yep. did not die. And that's when he took over uh, Quinius Quirrell's body. Yep. He came back to Hogwarts, drank the blood of a unicorn. Yep. Which is. Who hasn't? In the Forbidden <laughs> Forest. In the Forbidden Forest. And Ooh. quite literally. Like, if you drink the blood of a unicorn, you are cursed for 
ever. This is yep. the most nerdy That's... shit. Uh, <laughs> isn't it? I love it. But dude, I I mm. I don't know. Maybe I, because I haven't seen it that I really don't really give a shit. Oh about my god, I forgot you're the guy who didn't watch any of the movies. You know, and that's and that's <laughs> I intended to like open up on you. That's the some, biggest like, disappointment of this entire bracket is that he never saw any of the it's. Yeah. Well, I know Pennywise is evil. I, I'm scared to see Pennywise because I saw the trailer and I was like, no, fuck that. I don't need that in my life. So Pennywise isn't the scariest part of that character. It's the idea that that character is the same character in all of Stephen King's work. Yeah. So, like, Pennywise is the man in black. Like, all of the sins of all of the Stephen King antagonists kind of... Isn't isn't that also down to a theory, though? It's not, like, a confirmed thing. So, Uh, we could bring a theory into this, or we can bring what's actually canon. I I guess you're right. I'll give you that. What is actually canon... Yeah, so it, that so all of the him being the antagonist in every movie and going through that is a theory, which don't get me wrong, makes me love the idea of him being all these other fucking crazy characters. But it's a theory, as much as I would love it to be ah. true. Oh, it's uh, you're right. I would also like to point God out that it. Pennywise only shows up once every twenty seven years. To be fair, that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty common with Voldemort once every 11, right? <laughs> that, I mean, that's enough to destroy every generation on the planet. Well, okay. For being real. Yeah, so he could fuck with your parents, he could fuck with your parents' parents. <laughs> like 27 but the, but years. But let me ask this question because I, I I since I don't know the answer, I want to ask this question again sure. and answer. Did Pennywise succeed in what he was trying to do? Um, no. He had previously for multiple generations done what he wanted to yeah. do. Done what he wanted to do, but not do like his... So his in the movie, he didn't have an ultimate plan. He's yeah, just evil as shit. He fucks up some kids every X amount of time to replenish his power. Then he goes to sleep for 12, 27 years. Yeah, and it's it's not like a, he had a mission to do anything. It's just he, he needs to... Yeah, he to wasn't trying he's to like, take he's over. Like a, he's, he's just like trying to fuck shit up. He's like a witch yeah. that needs so, lifeblood. So only... This only happens... Like, how long does is Pennywise around during the uh, times where Pennywise is awake? Because um, I don't I sure have... if, it's, if Pennywise is a he or she and it. It doesn't matter. It's well, it's Pennywise, yeah. it's, it's Okay, well, yeah, okay, there we go. So... So basically, what? Like, are we talking a couple weeks, a couple months? Or is it around for a year? Until he gets what he came for. I think it's about so, a month or um, something, right? So it depends how it well, is doing, I guess. How, how, they do lose the first time. Hold on. So, yeah. Well, they don't, they don't lose. They just didn't. It was They didn't fully kill him, and then he comes back in 27 fucking years to come back after them. That's, yeah. I mean... But so if we're going around like the first time Pennywise quote unquote quote unquote showed up in like Derry, you're talking about seventeen fifteen. True. Yes, but what I'm talking about is how long is he around for? Is he just like there for a cup of coffee and then he's like, all right, I'm gonna fuck out of here. I'll see you guys later. It's not like he's there for multiple <laughs> years. He's no, it's, it's like, like he's... the amount of damage he does. Is Think of it as a bear that hibernated and then and then it woke up for like a month to eat. Okay. Now. Let's look at Voldemort, who spent quite literally from the time he was 16 years old in the 19 late 40s, early 50s, killing and killing 
and gaining more power and killing. And then his big rise in the 70s and the early 80s, where then, yes, he was defeated by Harry Potter as a baby. And but his mother's comes, love. But, and his mother's love. And then <laughs> comes back again in the 90s, actually completes his plan, starts like annihilating Muggleborns and Half-Bloods to make the race pure. He um, actually had a plan he had, and he had, stuck to it. He had a plan, but I disagree that he was starting to succeed it because he really wasn't. Okay, book seven. No, 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 no. Once again, we made it. We made a thing about this. It was sorry, movies, sorry. Movies. movies. No, even though the Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part One. Yes. When they took over the Ministry of Magic, what were they doing? Well, he had started doing like an Inquisitor the, type, exactly, thing. and taking the people who were stole magic using the press to incite his evil and to make people turn on each other and turn people in come on man this dude is fucking awful Voldemort is modern politics he, yes yeah fuck I mean, he's so nazi <laughs> Yeah. I mean, regardless, I, I still think Voldemort shoots through as much as I love Pennywise. I, I think Jordan defeated me, Voldemort, over Pennywise. Yeah. If, the theory, if the theory was true, and he was all these other characters, that would open up a whole like smorgasbord of stuff. That we yeah, I think, he, I think if the theory was, was like confirmed by Stephen King, Pennywise wins for free, but because it's just Pennywise in it, like I can't really. I mean, he because got it is not turtle. canon. Yep. Are we going to ignore the fact that he's probably been doing this for like hundreds of thousands of years, or probably we don't <laughs> know for sure. Yeah, well, is that so, canon? No. So, uh, well, no, that no, that that, canon. that is that is canon. Rob, no oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. So yeah. you have yeah you haven't <laughs> seen watch the movie. They go they go into the history of him. And all okay. that, um, but once again, it's but you like, said he first showed up in the 1750s. We don't know anything seven, before seven, Dairy. 1715 okay. in, in Dairy. Okay, just in um, that town, like he's been fucking around. Yeah, he's not actually a clown. He's just embodying what people fear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which ended up in like you know when Tim Curry played it in the 90s was everybody was afraid of clowns. So clowns was like a big one. But he was yeah. also a lot of other fucking things in that movie that were terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I don't watch those movies. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, Dustin. You're the only number. I'm just going to concede that I just don't. I don't get Voldemort and just <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort funny. moves on. Yeah. All right. So let's head on over to Baltimore State Hospital, shall we? And let's start with uh, the Nazi versus the Psycho, Patrick Bateman versus Hans Landa, and. Jamie, I, I because a big thing or, or a big reason why Patrick Bateman moved on was because of how Dustin interpreted the movie, that it was not a dream, that it was he was doing these things. Jamie, how do you interpret the movie? It was never supposed to be a dream. It was his power trip imagination the whole time. He's a powerful businessman. He has powerful like Dave fantasies. And the whole movie is him just fantasizing about the shit he could do because he's so powerful. People fantasize about violence all the time. It's like a normal, natural thing that people do. I, 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 look, 
I look this up, right? They left the scene out that was in the book where he realizes that like the the Jared Leto character was actually still alive. You know, at the end of the at the end of the um at the end of the movie, you remember he shows back up and that's one of the big clues that you have that he didn't actually do it. Well, yeah. During the book, there was like a whole bunch of scenes where he um they were like messing up like who was who because everybody looked the same because they're just fucking rich white dudes and stuff so it didn't get interpreted correctly but yeah that's how the movie portrays it so you kind of have to assume that it wasn't real i guess hold on i've never thought that movie was real hold on i'm confused then because we guys I i thought we went through on this on the basis of we're interpreting that it was real. I said I chose to interpret it that way. Oh, okay. It's it's individual interpretation is what we're going for. Yeah. Justin uh, chose to be wrong. Well, you can... <laughs> right, time out. Um, so, Nobody has a slate. Jamie, you think Dustin's interpretation of the movie is wrong? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I just stated it. I think well, the movie is about him having power trip fantasies. Yeah. And I think Hans Landa is a fucking Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is he a fucking Nazi, he's a Nazi that when he realizes that his Nazi shit isn't going to happen and the Nazis are going to lose, he switches sides thinking he's going to go have a good life in America. And the only justice he gets is George Clooney cutting or uh, Brad Pitt Brad cutting a goddamn swastika into his forehead. So what you're saying is he's the embodiment of pure evil. I mean, well, he's a fucking Nazi. And if evil. he was with the Nazis, just to, like last week, you guys were talking about he was, oh, he wasn't a real Nazi. He was just doing Nazi shit. Whoa. No, I, he was I, doing I, I never said he shit. was not a real Nazi. No, I said he was a real Nazi. Yeah, so did I. I think yeah. Rob, guys... Rob tried to say he wasn't a real Nazi. Oh, it was, it was me. He was trying to go like a heist. Like, oh, this guy doing a silly heist is just as bad as a Nazi. <laughs> Technically, Hans Gruber was a terrorist. but I wish that's... we had a Jewish person on this, this podcast right now. <laughs> I, I think if we're all honest with each other, even if you said that Patrick Bateman's crimes were real and you interpreted the movie that way, I don't think you can stack them up against the Nazi. In all no, honesty, the amount of lives yeah. that you know he took I mean, just he to... Killed, he killed some assholes and some hookers, man. Like not that those aren't real lives. No, yeah, sex work is real night. work, but yeah. So Hans Landa moves on. There we go. Yes. All right, great. Let's finish this up with Hannibal Lecter against John Doe. John Doe, man, Fuck. only person on this list that didn't lose. Shit, is that your only argument for him? Though? That's the only That's argument. A solid you need. argument. That's the only Just argument. Dude, you're win. right. He nobody else on this list. Even going back to last week, nobody on this list. Yeah, one. But that's a that's a scary argument and precedent to make because if that's all we're gonna argue, <laughs> then he should. What? Why are we fucking even doing the sixteen or the fucking evil eight or the final four? Or, if he or, thank you, to Jordan. Move on because yes. he. You know, it's just, like it's like let's just go ahead and John Joe fucking wins. Yeah, the game, just, you know? just in the, it's the fearsome four right now. The fearsome four. Sorry. Yeah. Fearsome he just Fearsome goes straight. So I don't <laughs> honestly like if you if you put them stat for stat though, right? John Doe is more diabolical. He may be as smart as Hannibal Lecter. No, 
Uh, Hannibal Lecter has kind of a redemption arc in the second movie. Or even in the first movie, like, goddamn, he helps him catch Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if Hannibal movie? Lecter is pure evil. I know it sounds of the Lambs. What was the second movie? Hold well, on. the first... I, I always have to look these up. No, it was Hannibal. I, I get all it confused. was Hannibal. Hold on. Hannibal is the second one. No, 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 no. Lecter is the... That was the sequel, and Red Dragon was the Red prequel. Dragon is yeah. the prequel. Silence of the yes. Lambs is the second movie. The first movie was Manhunter. Damn it, you're right. Yeah, That's so, why yeah, I always get it so fucked up. It should be Manhunter, okay, I didn't see Manhunter, Manhunter yes. Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, Red Dragon, Hannibal Rising is the way you're supposed to watch it. Yep. Okay. Right. Right, right. Yeah, but I don't. Like, back to my point, though, I don't think John Doe loses to Hannibal in any stat. I think he's he's less iconic. Think about the tenacity. If we're talking about movie villains, he's definitely less iconic. Oh, very. Hannibal Lecter, like, more people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Hannibal Lecter. Oh, my God. Because they're going to be like, who the fuck's John Doe? Iconic doesn't mean shit. Otherwise, Norman Bates would have beat John Doe and Dracula would have beat Voldemort. So hold on. I tried to to make Mm. the argument for Iconic and Dracula, and you guys shit on me. So I'm just gonna. Oh, I did too, man. We're right there (laughs) together on that one. Well, being being an icon uh, carries weight, but it doesn't carry you through the round. Right. So. But then we uh, there also needs to be a precedent. I don't care if John Doe goes through, but just because he's the only one that. uh, accomplished his goals does not mean that that's a higher weight than everything else that definitely gives him an edge though. okay so if i say john doe moves forward and i am willing to change my vote if you can give me any stat any evil stat that hannibal lecter beats him on hannibal lecter ate people boom john doe more tortured someone eaten. more kept people them alive in a heroin for a year and a half more people eaten per capita he fed a man until he exploded. Yeah, that's way more food-related violence. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. He fed someone, so they were getting proper nutrients. He just, just a little kept too much. feeding them and kept, feeding them feeding and them. feeding them. So would you rather be just – and just hear me out. This can be you know off, off topic, but would you rather be fed to death or eaten alive? Eaten all day. What? You're fucking insane. I'd rather, I have to I'd die rather be so gorged point. that I just die. He he would No, if you if you give me a drug to fuck me up and then cut the top of my head open exactly. and eat my brain in front of me. They didn't even feel it. They didn't even know dude, what was I happening. I didn't even feel it. Yeah. I'll take that over being fed to death. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Fed to death? It does not sound as bad as that. I'm sorry. Oh my god, it sounds awful. <laughs> I, I don't care which way You're not goes. even going to die fast I, once you I eat like, it all. I like Hannibal Lecter more, but if you guys want John Doe to, to flow through, go right ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Dude, he gave him his wife's head. So we're going John Doe. That seems to be the consensus. Sorry, Jamie. Not Jamie, Me? Jordan. Jordan, sorry. Too many J names here. No. I like Lecter as a character way more than John Doe. Fuck Kevin Spacey, like all the way. But John Doe is just eviler, and it's villains like eviler. He's way eviler. More all evil. right, the evilest. He's the evilest. The evilest. You're so evil. All right, guys. Uh, this leaves us with only one conference left, 
and that is Gotham City. Now, we made the decision last week um, because we were talking about using only the iteration of the Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, so Alan Rickman's version. So we decided that we were only going to use one iteration of the Joker, and that was Heath Ledger's Joker from The Dark Knight. Who's not a rapist. Yes. Uh, We are going to continue that trend. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker against Calvin Candy from Django Unchained. Hmm. Calvin Candy had men fight to death for his amusement. True. He sold men to fight to the death for other people's amusement. Which one were we starting on? The We're Joker starting the Joker versus Calvin Candy. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because the other one I want to save for last because I think yeah. it's the most interesting. Do you so. know why he wants to save for last? Because they're fucking iconic. <laughs> That's why. We, we need to bring back Dracula. <laughs> I'm just gonna bring. I, I'm gonna do what I did the last bracket challenge and just bring people back for the last for the final. Fuck round, everything up. Exactly. Who who cares about what we did this entire round? Anyways, moving on. Yeah, so. Oh, so Jamie, you're taking you're taking Calvin Candy. It sounds like you're making an argument. Oh, one hundred percent. Especially if you pigeonhole the iteration of the Joker, like Heath Ledger's Joker is great, like beautifully per- portrayed on film, very very well written. Probably the best take of the character ever put to cinema. I like. I get the love for other versions, and I probably like other versions personally, but I feel like the Nolan version of him is just the, the most complete character as far as like giving his motivation, his, his portrayal, everything being consistent, like super, super good, great Batman villain, but just Calvin candy is a piece of shit. He's a racist fuck that makes human beings fight to the death. Yeah. Yeah. And like, does, does anyone have anything for the Joker? <laughs> I mean, just to play devil's advocate, he's chaos. Yeah. Like, everything he does is chaos, but I just think this is a, a horrible matchup for the Joker because it's Calvin Candy. True. Chaos that... isn't even evil. Control is evil. Chaos is the absence of control. It's ah, It's so hard to even look at his motivations as necessarily like villainous so much as like him as a villain is so good though it's so hard Jamie, to just he, eliminate but him. let me blew, let me just throw up, this out there hold real on quick. hold on stop he blew up a fucking hospital man <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about yeah but Let's, mostly sick people there let me <laughs> let me throw this out there and can i can i just say this is not at all what i believe or is me as a person can Uh-oh. i just throw this out there Calvin Candy was a product of his times. See, I was going to make that argument. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's good. But he, while technically his actions were definitely considered evil, his intentions were not. I, I think know, if you're making on, people fight on. to the death, which is still illegal, <laughs> hold, on, then, hold on. Your intentions are still illegal and evil. Yes. I'm, I was just trying to make an interesting hold conversation. On. Even for hold his on. time, he's I, illegal. I feel dirty even hold talking on. about it. To hold be on. With you. 
I'm going to get dirty with you, Rob. Okay, thank you. Because, uh oh, any He's of bringing the, uh, out the water on. hose. <laughs> any of the other uh, plantation owners in that movie could have been a Calvin Candy. It was he's right on that. He is that Calvin Candy was not like a one of a kind, unique person back then, because it's what all of them were doing. True. So the Joker is unique in his kind. own right, one of a kind. Calvin Candy could have been, you know, it could have been any of the other ones Ooh, in that generic movie. Generic ass bitch. You just standard. <laughs> I, I don't. He's got a point on that one. He <sighs> he know he convinced me on that. He's got a point because it, it sign of the times, which I don't agree with, but it, let's be real. I don't either. Let's. And let's... then it literally, <laughs> Calvin Candy but... could have been any other of the plantation owners because they were all doing the same shit and they were all. Getting them to getting you know the the African American people together to fight to the death, and it was part of their sport. Even if it was illegal, it wasn't Calvin Candy by himself doing it. But literally, he, even he in the movie, other like other people had opposing views. It wasn't like every single person in the movie was like no, uh, it wasn't no, every, not every, every single person, person in the movie. But, but it was but... it was a good enough business for them to be involved in as a trade. It was profitable, and it made him an entire plantation. But, My point exactly. So he's who's he telling? Who is he selling them to? Just himself? That's not how that works. There was clearly a business model involved in this. It couldn't have just been Calvin Candy doing it as like they're both his, you know, his whatever slaves. And he's he did the one do that in the movie, but but he didn't even really and, necessarily treat it like a business. Like obviously there are business dealings in the movie, and like he, he wants to get his money's worth and stuff like that. But he treats it like he's spending all this money for his amusement not to get to get things yeah, done it's like this is yeah. what i do no, no, to no, get my no, no, jollies no, let's, off let's, no no it is a business adaptation because if you remember the scene where was it um i can't remember his name uh it's d'artagnan he runs away and he talks to him you you gave me you gave me three good fights but i paid five hundred dollars for you i expected five fights so in that sense he's saying i paid this amount i expected this amount of performance out of you well that's like that is your buck when you go see a bad movie no that's i mean if we're gonna talk about that that's the fucking nfl I, you could go either way with that i'm paying you i'm paying you 10 million dollars as a wide receiver i expect a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns well goddamn it's high expectations i'm just saying you, for 10 million example. a year i mean that's <laughs> you're in a conference with three lights out corners I'm <laughs> okay well i i'm, I'm gonna make like a slight argument against the joker since we're only talking about dark knight right i feel like there's very little backstory on the joker we know what he's trying to accomplish that was the point though it, well exactly that's why i'm saying it's hard to like determine that he is the more evil person in this scenario there's very little uh information about the joker all we know is he's trying to prove that people are evil within that film not entirely true, true. But, i'm gonna but... i'm gonna jump in and stop you there because not to mention, uh, John Doe is not the only winner in this because the Dark Knight iteration of the Joker won also because it was yes, he did. it was to show that people are evil, but it was to, it was to break Harvey Dent, which is it was exactly the turn, what he did. Yes, but he, he yeah. literally lost at the end when he was trying to get the two ships to blow each other up. No, but, but that know, wasn't that, the point. That wasn't the point. The that whole scene, point was to he turn Harvey. No, yeah, no. That scene right there, My point like, is he... he never lost. Like I, I'm saying, the, like John Doe 
he accomplished every single thing he ever tried to accomplish within that movie. The Joker didn't accomplish everything he was trying to accomplish. But his that wasn't his... Was, his whole point was trying to make the White Knight change for the worse, which is Harvey Dent. Just because the boats didn't blow each other up, as he as he says to as he says to uh, uh, to Bruce Wayne, that's not that big a deal to me. I'm, I'm, then this is paraphrasing, but not that big a deal. I had something else going on, right? And what did he do? He turned him. And granted, you know, uh, Harvey Dent is as Two Face died in the movie, but he still turned him and made things for. The well, world. he turned him with with the intention of making the public perception of like, oh, this really like awesome person did this evil thing and now we know how evil people can be but bruce wayne well not bruce wayne but batman took the blame for everything yes but he the joker made him do that he didn't have to he could have just let this all he was going to win no matter what he turned to batman and made him take the blame for all this batman he even and, he even ruined jim gordon yep batman because and gordon this had to make followed him for the rest of his career yep batman and gordon had to make a decision yeah but that, do we uh, know that harvey dent was harvey dent was affected by this and changed and he became a, a villain or do we let the batman take take the heat which then the public's opinion on batman goes horrible yep. and he's he's a now batman is, is right but he already has mixed opinions right. or the public already has mixed opinions about him and that kind of that proves that the Joker doesn't win because he wasn't expecting somebody to self-sacrifice. He doesn't give a shit, though. Well, it doesn't matter if he gives a shit because that wasn't his plan. Uh, he does. He does because he loses his. His opinion is that every man fails. And Batman doesn't fail in that movie. So the Joker does lose because Batman martyrs himself in the public opinion. Yeah. That's literally to defeat the Joker. It's he, I think I, that's I, the I point of the that, movie. Like I don't yes, have but, Harvey but Dent because who of... falls, you have the ships that don't fire on each other or whatever, right? And then you have Batman who would be the tiebreaker and Batman chooses to have everyone think he's a piece of shit. Yes, but to... because of this choice leads into dark night dark night rises where the truth does come out about where batman, batman has to go away yeah but the joker's not even in that no but it was the joker's choice and what he did that affects the dark night rises it does where the but truth batman comes out gets about a redemptive batman gets a redemptive arc in that so. yeah but it's it shows kind of that tries. harvey dent was bad that Jim Gordon hid all of this from the public that he wasn't telling the well, truth. So Joker ruins the reputation of Jim Gordon. We are only he talking about the Dark Knight. No, we are talking about Heath Ledger's version of the Joker and yeah. how that affects yes, he was only in the one movie, but how he acted and how he was portrayed had lasting effects going into the sequel. He's got a point on that one. Mm. Ah. Calvin Candy's brand of racism is still present in our <laughs> culture today. So I don't want to hear Calvin it. Calvin Candy. Calvin Candy. Uh, argue, argument can be made for both, in my opinion. And I think they have been made for both very well. Um, but I'll go Calvin Candy. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. I can't override a three-man vote. Joker falls. 
I would just like to point out before we go into our final matchup for the night, because I've decided we're not going to do the next round. It's <laughs> I would like to point out that Hannibal Lecter, the Joker, and Thanos, all one seeds have fallen in this round. Yes. The Damn. only one seed remaining is Voldemort. Rightfully so. Easy Reverting bracket. expectations like Ryan Johnson. Yes. <laughs> so let's move on to the final, shall we? Our final matchup for this round. Michael Myers from the Halloween series of movies against Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. This might be the toughest matchup. And who's got an opinion? Michael Myers. And- I want, oh, I want you guys opinion. to think. Hold on. I want you guys to think very hard about this. Okay? Before you start making your opinions. Did Freddy Krueger ever get confirmed to be a child molester in any of the Friday the 13th movies? I'm pretty sure, but I don't... Because the parents said it hard, right? I looked. When I was listening to you guys argue that against Sauron... Who, fucking hell, man. You guys fucked up there. But I was listening to him. I, I went back and looked. I can't find any concrete evidence. It is what the parents tell him, tell the kids in Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Then they don't bring it up again and really until like the second or like the third or fourth movie. Briefly. And it doesn't come up again until the the reboot, right? And in the reboot, they definitely say he's he was not. not. Yeah, in, in the yeah, reboot, they say he wasn't a child molester. So he got fucking lynched, and he's trying to get revenge against the kids that they were afraid he might molest. So they burned him alive. Like fucking shit, man. Like Freddy kind of had it rough. Michael Myers, like even though if you like, like watch Michael Myers, he had a fucked up childhood, right? But he's still the embodiment of actual evil, right? And, unless you uh, count the second movie where they say it was actually... No, it was the third movie where they say it was a mask. That, yeah. like, possessed him or something. It's bullshit. Right. I, I looked at that, too. That was a little weird. And they don't ever act like that was a thing. Like, they go to Halloween H2O and then they reboot it oh. and pretend like six movies or what four movies actually didn't happen. How amazing is it that there's like in that universe, there's an evil William Shatner mask. <laughs> yeah. There's an evil fucking William Shatner mask that made him do it on Halloween. I, I don't know, man. It depends. Those movies are very convoluted. Yeah. It depends on what you want to believe. Like in the reboot, they straight up say they lynched him by accident. I, I, I don't think you can count that reboot, man. It's just so bad. So fuck Rob Zombie. Yeah. Well, no, that one was. So Rob it, it doesn't. Hold on. It doesn't matter if it's bad. There's a lot of bad movies out there. Is it canon? Uh it changes the canon because it was a re- attempted reboot. So so hold on, real quick. If it wasn't bad, it would have become canon. So, real quick, you guys are taking the side of Freddy Krueger was not officially confirmed as a child i'm not saying that at all that's jamie i am asking 
You're asking. I, I okay. am asking what the so, consensus of the so what podcast I what I will is, because gotcha. that would determine my vote. What I will tell you is that, and I'm I'm a huge uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Probably, a, I mean, Wes Craven's one of my favorites outside of Stephen King. Um, I can tell you that the original iteration of the 1984 uh, film Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger was originally a child molester. But due to studio backlash, they changed him into a child murderer. However, it is implied in the movie that he molested the kids. And I, if I remember correctly, there's a there's a scene where there's like a news article clipping or something like that, that they forgot to take out the child molester part that stayed in the movie. And then when they re- rebooted the movie for the newer remake, they made him a child molester for real in the reboot. Right, but then they said that they uh I thought in the reboot they said that he wasn't. No, he no, in the reboot they they, they made it, it. Con- they made it concrete that he was a child molester that they they were outing him as a child molester. Yeah. But my understanding was the charges didn't get like the charges were dropped or something and then they went after him and didn't know if he really really was or not. But in in the reboot he was confirmed a child molester. No, that was confirmed what they were accusing him of. But they couldn't prove it, and they lynched him. And that's where my, like, problem with having him go over Michael Myers comes from. If he was falsely accused. Because if you lynched him and he was falsely accused, because he never got a trial or anything, like... So you're saying in one version, he's like a vengeful spirit that's like coming back and killing the the ancestors of the people. He's basically ghost riding. Either that or he's like a crazy like child molesting ghost. That (laughs) it it depends on how you want to interpret it. For me, he's going to be a child molester. Yeah, that's how I view him. That's the way that I interpret Freddy Krueger. So he's either a child molesting nightmare ghost, or he's a vengeful spirit that got wrongfully accused and burned alive in his basement. So, Jamie, real quick, at minimum, if we take the child molestation part away from him, he still was murdering children before he died. So that is canon, 100%. Maybe, but they they lynched him because they couldn't prove it, even in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. No. No. He... In the original Nightmare on Elm Street, he was captured but was set off was set free on a technicality Boom. because the in search the warrant wasn't signed in the right place. And that's original. when a mob uh, from the town cornered him in the boiler room yep. and lynched him, doused yep. the building in gasoline and yep. set it on fire by throwing Molotov cocktails, yep. burning him alive. But right. that's a lynching. It's that's a, okay. If you yeah, lose yeah, in yeah. court and you go murder on, the guy on, after on, he's stop, acquitted. Stop. He you no, can't come do on, that. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. We live in a society. Jamie. Okay, but if you it, let's say he killed twenty people, okay? Let's say he killed the kids or he molested the kids, whatever, and he got out. Even though everyone knows he's guilty, including the judge, but the reason he's not in jail is because of a technicality on a search warrant that was signed. Come on. It the is, technicalities yes, sure, sure, are it's... what unravels the proof of guilt, though. Like, if the procedure isn't followed correctly so, to convict my, someone, my understanding is you have one. to acquit them. If my... the glove does not fit, <laughs> you must acquit. 
Jamie, you need to be a defense attorney or something like that. (laughs) It would be, he would be, he'd be pretty good at it. But in the, my understanding is in the remake is he had pictures and Polaroids of his victims. I've, I've only watched the remake one time, so I don't remember it as well. But to my knowledge, he had pictures and Polaroids of the kids. I'm definitely flogging. And like, I mean, and like, and like, and like a, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, in like a shoebox or something. It wasn't good, but I'm very foggy on that. I don't know if that was in the movie. So I never watched it a second time. I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I was like, uh, I don't like it. It, but dude, the fact that, like, don't get me wrong, I understand that Robert England just they couldn't get him back, or he didn't want to keep doing it. But God, whoever they got to do it, they made his nose look so fucking. It weird. was the the yeah. guy that played Rorschach in Watchmen. I can't think of what his name is. Well, he was also the he was also the hippie in um, Semi Pro, the one that made the shot, mm. and he got oh, the shit. giant check. Yeah, same guy. That's funny. Yeah, but so I feel like my argument derails this whole conversation. <laughs> no, I was just trying to figure out if we had established canonically for the bracket if he was guilty or innocent according to the remake yes but according to and i'm just looking on wikipedia at the moment to get information to figure out exactly it said that he took his 20 victims to the boiler room yep it does not specify if he killed them there or if anything else particularly happened there which is why yeah in the original movie like i said Wes Craven wanted to make him a child molester because it was the worst uh, worst possible thing he could imagine. He got backlash from the studio because of how bad that really is. They told yeah. him, you can make him a murderer. And then they implied in the movie, that it was a, they said it without saying it, that he was taking them to the boiler room and doing things with them. Yeah. So, child molester, and then was killed by the parents of the kids that he victimized, and then came back, and now he's haunting the ancestors. Man. I'm going to have to take a shower after this, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel gross. But if I mean, as long as he's guilty, like, fuck him. He goes over Michael Myers, but I, I don't know. Well, I, so I'll, I'll argue my point. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, one, more iconic. Wait. Two, technically he succeeded in what he wanted to do. He murdered and technically molested kids. He succeeded to some degree. Three, he came back and murdered the people that murdered him, their kids. Damn. And it's not like he came back in one movie. Good God, no. Fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors is one of the best movies that was ever made. He came back in so many movies to keep going. And truth True. be told, like, yeah, the the Michael Myers mask is, is you know, a creepy, iconic symbol. But outside of that, like, Michael Myers never really scared me. Even as a child, like, watching these movies, I was terrified of Freddy Krueger. I wanted to go to bed as a kid. Keep in mind, I, I first saw the movie when I was, like, six or seven, which is, like, the worst fucking time to ever watch that movie. I went to, to sleep as a kid and had screaming fucking nightmares because I thought this dude was coming in my dreams to fucking kill me. Damn. Mm. So for me, I, I have a little bit of a, a more of a sentimental role to it um, because I was actually terrified as a kid after watching this movie. I, I just want to, I want to throw it out there that if you play a uh, every time they say that Michael Myers is the embodiment of evil drinking game, you're going to lose that game. <laughs> Challenge accepted. He wasn't really the the embodiment of evil. Well, they just over, they say it. It's like their fucking tagline yeah. in that movie. Right. He's he's a typical serial killer. Jamie, who's got your vote? Uh, it's it's so hard, honestly. 
without clarifying the Freddy thing, Michael is the embodiment of evil. He's super good at killing. He's absolutely fucking unstoppable. Force of nature. He's he's a force of nature, but also nefarious as shit. Because he is, in a way, human, too. He has a background and a backstory. So something made him that way, and you don't really ever figure out exactly what because so many people wrote his shit. But ah, it's so hard, man. If you say Freddy did the shit that they lynched him for, Freddy all day, right? But if you can't prove that to me, it's up in the air, man. I'm undecided. I feel like Dustin needs to... He's... Oh my voice, I I, I don't I don't think this is an argument of did he do it or did he not like it's he did it 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 feels pretty canon yeah it's it's he did yeah. it. that's the issue if you're gonna if you're gonna fight a a a fucked up search warrant in a movie that's like come on and in the and in the, the reboot the canon is he did it hundred percent and had the Polaroids of his victims and made him. Canan- uh, canonically a child molester man I remember the child molester stuff but I also remember it being more vague if, if he was guilty or not in the reboot hmm. for for the record I want to say that I like Michael Myers and Halloween more but like Freddy man he's got powers at the very least <laughs> he kills you in Michael your has right. powers no, man he's fucking invincible well, yeah. I, I, I would like to put the final nail in Michael Myers coffin by saying one thing, as we'll a person, as a person, <laughs> as a person who does not like horror movies, as a person who does not like watching these movies at all, I can watch Halloween and not have issues. Yeah, it's awesome. I cannot watch Nightmare on Elm Street oh, without having issues. Yeah, Freddy moves on. Boom. But Freddy gets so funny in the later movies. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Freddy versus Jason. Dude, and see, that's what I wish they would have made and they kept going with their Freddy versus Michael because, like, this would have given us more stuff to go off canon of, like, oh, well, Michael Myers beat his ass. Did you know that at one point there was going to be a Freddy versus Jason versus Ash movie? I did not know I that. Did. Yeah. How amazing would that have been? But, yeah, just throwing amazing. that out. Guys, the Sinister 16 is over. The Evil 8 is next week. If you like this episode, if you liked our last episode, Join us next week, as I'm sure this will get way more ridiculous. Uh, thank you for turning tuning in to Bracket Battle. Uh, we will see you guys next week with the Evil Eight. Uh, once again, thank you to Dustin. Thank you to the Auntie Jamie. And thank you to the original Jamie uh, for coming out tonight and taking part in the shenanigans that is Bracket Battle. Until next week, we'll see you then. 